0: We had a game. We would pull into the driveway of our own house and pretend that we didn't live there. Instead, we would do and say the same things as when we were visiting friends. The car isn't in the driveway, so maybe they're out. Well, we're here anyway, so let's just give a knock on the door. Should we wait? Let's just go in and wait. They might be only out for a minute. Hmm, the lights are out. I bet you they're not here. Hmm, maybe they're around back. If we'd been away for a long time, camping for the weekend or longer. The grass would be a lush green mass and the dandelions, ready to burst their seeds, would be a foot tall, poking up through the jungle of blades. It looked like no one lived there at all. Maybe they moved. I need to pee, so I'm gonna check to see if the door's open. They won't mind. I was a latchkey kid, yet I never possessed a house key until the day I moved into my own place. We never locked our door and neither did any of my parents' friends. Of course the door would be open. Once inside, we would play this game of pretend for a few more minutes before the game fell apart. And we were simply ourselves, home again. The cat, who would let herself in through a ground-level window, would be curled up on a kitchen chair, acting herself like a self-invited guest. I'll just wait here, she might have thought. Perhaps I've only gone for a minute. I hated going for drives. That is, I said and thought I hated going for drives. The suggestion by my mother that we could go for a drive was met with my resistance every time. I don't wanna go, it's so boring. Can I bring a friend? Can I just stay home? Where are we even going? Tiffany, my mother finally said, that is a lie. You always say you don't wanna go and every time you like it, now get in the car. I loved going for drives. I'd read in the back or when that got tiresome, I'd look out the window and watch the fields go rushing past. Close to the road, The tall grasses in the ditch and the fence posts would go speeding past as a blur and further away the stands of trees drifted along and in between the rows of corn, wheat, soy would radiate from one side to the next, broken by farmhouses and rivers and yet more fences. If it was hot, which if it was summer and we were out for a drive it always was, we'd roll down all the windows. The sweet smells of hot clover and dried manure flew in and my hair would whip around my face and I'd put my hand out the window, letting it catch the wind and letting the wind push against it. We'd turn up the radio loud and sing along. We'd yell over the wind and the radio and the great distance between the front and back seats. We'd take the dirt roads and the dust would fly out behind us and the gravel would make a pinging noise when it flew up and hit the underside of the car. We never wore seat belts. When we approached a crossing, my mom would slow down and yell with some urgency, left, right, straight ahead, left, right, straight ahead. It was a question and a dare. Who would commit us to the next leg of the journey, and where would it take us? My sister, so little, and my stepfather, legally blind, would sometimes take the dare before I did. Left! And then suddenly we'd be going somewhere new. My favorite place to end up was at a small bridge or a small creek. We'd spread out the blankets on the bank of the creek and pull out the fishing tackle and a cooler containing our packed lunch of cheese and crackers and cut vegetables. I don't even remember catching any real fish, only little ones. Rainbow trout, so-called because the scales, usually silver, would shine an iridescent rainbow in the sunlight. It scarcely occurred to me that you could think of rainbow trout as food rather than an animal until I saw fillets of them for sale in a grocery store years later. I didn't know rainbow trout was the kind of thing you could just walk into a store and buy, no adventure required. Rainbow trout, incidentally, is delicious. I also really liked the beach. I preferred the shallower beaches because the water was warmer and because the waves would build up higher. I'd dive into the waves tumbling in them as they carried me and my bathing suit would fill with sand and seaweed. We had favorite beaches, but we'd go to new beaches too. We avoided the popular ones. We tried to find unnamed patches of sand at the end of dead end roads. The sandy beaches were nice, but I liked it better when smooth little stones lined the edge of the water. I would pick up the pretty ones, by my own definition of pretty, and pile them into my pockets. Pretty stones become boring stones after you take them home and they become dry. My parents wanted to move. They wanted to buy their own beach. They thought they could buy a campground and we could be close to the beach all the time. It turns out campgrounds do not go on sale very often, nor for cheap. Maybe we could just buy something close to a beach. The big house with the massive yard was put up for sale. We were going to move to a small apartment until we found the dream place. The cat, Dusty, no longer waited for us in the kitchen when we came to visit our pretend friends. Since she would not be happy in the apartment, which would be too small for a cat anyway, she was sent away. To a farm, my mother said. She would like it there, I am sure. It turns out my mother was wrong and Dusty did not like the so-called farm. The farm, in reality, was the horse barns at the other end of town, a place where where a friend of my mom's worked as a horse groom. Dusty had been missing for days. I wanted to go to the farm and visit her, make sure she was happy there, and just to see her because I missed her. I didn't know how long my mom kept the secret that Dusty was gone. My mother tried to find a place for the cat to live, but now something terrible must have happened. I had no idea. I just thought we were too busy to go visit. I mostly didn't think about it. I definitely was not thinking about it when we came home one morning, having been away overnight, and we went into our own house pretending we didn't live there. I was definitely not thinking about it when I pulled out a kitchen chair, and there it was Dusty, skinny and tired and happy to see us, curled up and waiting, home from her long journey to find us, to find her way back home, and thinking perhaps, maybe they've just stepped out, and we'll be back any minute.